everyone, and a welcome to Living That Belle V. I am your host, Monday Young, international lifestyle and expat coach. And today we are going to be talking about expats to expats, how to build a community. And I am really excited because I am going to be speaking with Rosella Davi, one of the founders of Expat Magazine. Now, Expat Magazine is a blog from expat to expat. The aim of this magazine is to help build a community where expats can share freely their experiences, their stories, and all the useful tips that other expats might be able to use. It is a great way for expats to support each other and to let their voices be heard. So, hello, Rosella. Hello, Monday. Thank you for uh, having me. I'm yeah. very excited to talk to you. Yeah, and thank you so much for coming. But um, I wanted to start just hearing a bit about your story. How did you, you know, where you, you know, where are you from? How did you get started as an expat and things like that? Okay, so this is Rosella, and I'm Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I come from uh, Sicily, the south of Italy, and I currently live in the in the Netherlands. Yeah, big um, change. That's a big change. Yes, yeah, it is a big change. Different yeah. culture, different everything, basically. So yeah, yeah. and uh, well, this is as you said, uh, is one of the reason why me and uh, my friends started this. Uh, uh, this magazine, the Expert Magazine, but we are going so you to do run talk the mag- about. So you do run the magazine with two other people, right? Yes, that's correct. So there is uh, Lorena, that is um, our CEO and uh, content manager. Nice. And then we have our IT guy, Antonio, that actually is the real founder <laughs> of <laughs> okay. the um, or the blog or the magazine. And um, as I was saying, um, I have some uh, expert experience. I have been uh, in Spain first and then, uh, yeah, in the Netherlands where I'm currently um, am. Nice. And um, yeah, I mean, my experience uh, in Spain and the Netherlands, for example, were were very, very different also because of the time when I moved abroad for the first time and the second. So the availability of information online, the possibility to contact people that are very, very yeah. far away from you. Yeah, sure. um, right now is definitely easier. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. <laughs> and um, but still, still there are a lot of information that are probably missed, and that was one of the uh, reasons why we have started the Expat Magazine to provide information. So how did all three of you meet? How did you guys come up with this idea? How did how did how did that happen? Well, as I said, Antonio is the founder. So he was the first one of us to move abroad in okay. the Netherlands actually. Right. And uh, he started this blog talking about his experience or experience of other Italians abroad. Okay. And then he decided it would have been better to talk about uh, experts from all around the world in all world so not yeah. just Italians in somewhere but everyone right. in everywhere. And so the expat magazine started to be a bit more international and then um he did need a little bit of help. So he asked basically his sister, that is Lorena. <laughs> okay, okay. So it's a sister. And, yes. And um, me and Lorena, we are friends since a long time. Okay. We met each other at work. We were working together in the past. Okay. And she knew that I was and I'm still 
kind of big fan of social media. I'm very curious yeah. and I don't have any problem in showing my face, uh, talk here and there with everyone. <laughs> yeah. So um, I start to, to help and to be part of the project, uh, like a social media manager, let's say. Right, right. Um, so taking care of uh, Instagram, first of all, and then, of course, Facebook now also. Uh, but it's, yes. it's nice that it's like a family affair and you guys have, have built this together. So how long has the expat magazine been going? So the first edition, let's say, so the Italian one started in 2014, but the Expert magazine, as we know it today, hmm, 2018, more or less, 17, okay. 18. Okay, yes. 2017, 18. Okay, okay. Yes, yes. Now we start with the, with the blog and then uh, in the last two years, we also start a lot more with the social medias. Okay. And so how did he, and so how did you guys start to, to build this community when he, you know, when he decided to go from not just for Italians, but to everyone, how did you encourage people to become part of the community you were trying to build and to contribute their stories and tips? In the blog page where we were asking people to write for us. So do you have any interesting story to tell? Uh, we will be able, very happy to, to, to hear from you yeah. and to write an article about it. Or if you feel confident enough, you can write the article for us and we are going to publish it with your name, your pictures, and nice, a description nice. of you. And this was really successful. So a lot of people start to ask if they could, they could collaborate with, uh, with us. And as I said uh, um, earlier, using the social media was really, really a big help because yeah. from there on, we could directly connect with other pages, other people that do kind of the same thing yeah. or they are just living abroad or they want to live abroad. Right. Or also people that like to travel and find out a little bit more about different cultures. Yeah. So they yeah, are yeah. always asking questions, trying to talk to people and be in contact with people that have, um, yeah, uh, culture blending or they sure. change their life uh, these kind of things um, sharing and ask questions yeah. I guess are basically the, the key to start to build the community Right, right. It's giving people a place to to put their voice in where other and so when people are writing in and telling their stories um, they, they also get to interact with the people who are reading them. How do you, con how do you help to connect your readers to uh, the information that you, you guys are producing there? Yeah, right now, this happened more uh, via the social media because, of course, we then share the articles uh, uh, on our social media pages. Yeah. Uh, so it's possible for everyone to uh, click on the tag and get in contact with the, the author or the um, of course, the article. At the same time, you know, on Instagram, Facebook, you can, Facebook, you can comment. So in the comments, yeah. people start to talk to each other. Right. And then if they find something in common, they start to follow each other and nice. share um, other kind of information. Maybe they live in the same cities and they didn't know. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. a way also to, to meet in, uh, in real life. Uh, but very soon, we will change our... Uh, website a little bit so it will be possible to interact via uh, the, the, website. The, the, the website too and also the description of the author will be like a little bit more detailed there will be like a page dedicated to that 
and a way to get in contact with with, uh, with them. Right. Because nice. of course, not everyone likes to be Facebook or Instagram. So there sure. are people sure. that just follow the blog and that's it. So right. we want to give them the possibility to interact with others. Right. Well. So you so you give people different different avenues of how they can share their stories, their information and tips. And so can you tell me, um, can you tell me how have you seen that the tips and the support have, have been helping people abroad? What effect has that, has your magazine been, been having? Well, we, of course, have to base a lot on feedback that we receive from people and yes, also yes. seeing our community uh, growing uh, every day, every month, every year. I mean, if I think last year, this period, we have half of the followers that we have now. So right, okay. this means that basically the information that we provide are good, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, amount of, the amount of people that want to write in our, uh, in our uh, blog is keep on growing every time. Right. Also, they ask us, hey, can you talk about this? Can you, go, can you talk about that other topic? Because I'm looking for information. I don't really find something um, that I like or I don't find enough. So maybe you have a different uh, net of people that you know, so you can help me in finding the right information. Uh, so this is basically the way, um, uh, yeah, we are using is the feedback of the others, others. but also right. uh, the interaction that we have every time that we start to talk about a different topic. And as I said before, we uh, often ask our community, hey, we are thinking to do that. Or last week we have done this specific uh, content. Did you like it? How did you like, like it? it? And yeah. why? Uh, would you like to see something different? What, for example? And then from there, we start to create content. Right, nice. And it seems like even though we're all quarantined and we can't travel that much, it's, it's, it's a, you know, it seems like your platform is still growing. Yes, I guess this uh, in a way helps a lot because people were more at home looking for information and kind of traveling with their mind. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> a little yeah. bit more. Yeah, they can travel through each other's stories. Yes, definitely, definitely. I mean, it was for me, it, it was the same for me too, then uh, I, I guess for everyone. Um, it's still growing also because uh, people are, are having more time. Um, so, for example, we started to uh, this series on YouTube in which we provide information like the top tips to move to a specific country. Right. So we have more time to record, we have more time to research, and people have more time to watch yeah. uh, and yeah. also to participate to that. Also, a lot of people maybe. Uh, because of this situation, because of COVID, uh, change the priorities that they have. Yeah. So if yeah. it's true that a lot of people want to come back home, <laughs> yes, yes. abroad, a lot of people decide to move abroad. So to change their life, because life is one, now or never. Yeah. So they yeah. are looking for a lot of information to understand which is the what is the, the best, best country for their situation right right and when yeah. you and when you, and when we think about um sort of building community and when you guys started to do this um because 
because I know like you, you do this out of your free time. Like you're, you're, you're giving all this love and information and tips to people out of the goodness of your heart. I would say, um, you know, if somebody else was thinking about trying to to, to do something to build their community. And I know what you're doing must take a lot of time to manage. Um, it does. You know, what, what is, what keeps you going to continue just to keep offering, you know, you know, giving your time and to keep offering and just to keep, you know, really trying to bring people together. I guess is a passion that we have. I mean, we have been there. We have been lost Uh, with the idea to move abroad or moving abroad and have uh, no information, no idea what actually the experience will look like. We had this cultural shock that was uh, big. Of course, more when uh, I moved in the Netherlands than when I moved in Spain, Spain, since I'm Italian, it's a little bit uh, uh, easier in that way and similar, right? Um, but I guess that we just, you know, again, we receive a lot of feedback. Uh, it's very nice. People are very kind. Uh, they yeah. always thank us for the work we do. And this really motivates us to go ahead, to do more, to do our best. And yeah, support who is in the situation in which we have been. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sure. I think. If tomorrow I want to move in US, I don't know, I'm just yeah, uh, yeah, naming yeah. something. I would love to have um, a community of people that can help me to understand how, uh, what to expect. And maybe to be there and say like, hey, if you come in this city, I'm here. We can meet. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah so, that's great. That's the thing. <laughs> and so what, what would you say are, is some of the top information that's searched for? What are what are most people? What mm. would you say are some of the top topics that people are really trying to get information about? Um, I guess it's a lot about admin, so um, how registration work, health right. insurance, for example. Those right. are the two questions that um, a lot of people ask all the time. I guess because uh, in Europe we are more focused in in Europe. Yeah. 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 Obviously, yes. Um, the 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 health system, for example, uh, change a lot from a country to another, and it's not so easy to understand how it is. Sure. So those are questions that we always uh, get, as well as how important it is to speak the language right. of the country right. where right. you live. Right. Because that, that affects our lives in so many different ways. Because I know you, you're trying to learn Dutch. You're a brave girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure like the sound is completely different. I think sometimes, um, I think we can underestimate how long it actually takes to 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 learn a language. Do you find people um, are shocked at how long um talking about the struggle about about getting to that place it's very it's very difficult overall if the language is uh, so different than yours i really believe that uh, the big mistake that everyone does when moves abroad is thinking with english you can go everywhere Mm. yes that's correct but there is a limit (laughs) (laughs) and um, so what happened a lot of time is people after several years that are in 
a country like the Netherlands, for example, right. and they want to do, I don't know, a step ahead uh, in buying an apartment, for example, sure. um, growing the career, this right. kind of things, then they had a big obstacle on not speaking the language. Right, right, right. And it's very sad, in my opinion, to find out it so late because you can't really do it from the beginning. So yeah. the moment in which you will need it, you are ready. Because yeah. as you say, sometimes it takes very long to learn a language because you are working, because maybe mm-hmm. last time that you actually opened a book to study was 10 years ago, so you are not used anymore. Uh, because you need to build your social life, your life in the new place where you are. So you don't really have a lot of time. But if you start to do it from the beginning, it's just step by step, one thing today, one thing tomorrow, and in two, three years, you are done. And in the yeah. moment in which you need the language, then you have it. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. So one of your tips would be start learning that language before you move. Yes, uh, before you move or uh, as soon as possible after you moved for the language itself, so very practical stuff. Yeah. And also to understand better the culture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, for me to learn French, I would say it took me about two to three years where I got to the point where I could go to a party and I wasn't tired after an hour. You know, it's like, <laughs> I think people, I think people underestimate how um, emotionally draining it can be to when you're trying to speak and you can't really get out what you want and you're trying to understand every pe- other people and you don't exactly understand everything. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you just want to take a nap. You're like, okay, my brain is, whew, it's done. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> I get this feeling every day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I think sometimes it doesn't even matter how long you've been there. It just is, you know, I think at some at some point when it comes to certain things, no matter how confident you are in that language, you can become, you can also feel unconfident in certain situations like when you go to the doctor like I always tell people like you think you're good with language until you go to the doctor and you're like right what are you talking about (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah but still I mean uh, if you have at least the basic of a language no it's not that you have to speak perfectly but if you have the basic of the language you can kind of mix up a little bit, but even if you go to a doctor, you find a way to communicate. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah mainly maybe doctors, they still speak a little bit of English, yeah, but there are situations in which people don't. don't. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Think that you are lost in the street and you have to take the bus. Yeah, yeah. Are you sure that the bus driver is going to speak English? English, yeah. Maybe yeah. he understands the question, but doesn't know how to Answer really explain. No? So it's kind of very simple sentences that you can yeah. start to learn that will help you in your daily life. Yeah. Um, and again, as I said before, also uh, to understand the culture, to understand why people ask for it in a way uh, that maybe for me is rude, but here it's not, right. or the other yeah. way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there I know, in, I know lot. in France, like in restaurants, because in the states, like if you're in a restaurant and you call a waiter, you're like, "Excuse me," you know, you put up your hand and you're like, "Hey, can you come here?" In France, that's you don't do that. People don't like that, right? Yeah. 
that small gest that one small gesture can just ruin the interaction you're about to have uh with another person yes. so culture consciousness is is um is extremely important you know when we're we're moving around from country to country and what would you say are some of those little things that you noticed between italy and the netherlands where you were like okay i'm gonna have to adapt this a little bit <laughs> okay well <laughs> the first thing and the one that i'm still struggling with and i think i will never get to use is the timing for lunch and dinner uh, here, yeah, yeah, here in the netherlands is too early for me yeah um having dinner at 6 6 30 in the well, for me, it's afternoon. They already say evening, you know? <laughs> like, oh my gosh, no way. That is aperitivo time for me. <laughs> yes. yes, yes. So that's one, one, one of the things. Um, and then, for example, another one, but I really like it, so I still enjoy it a lot, is going around with the bike. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter the weather, also because it's the Netherlands, you cannot count on the weather, right? <laughs> right. So <laughs> I know that you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so no matter the weather, they are always around with the with the bike, yeah. uh, with kids, one, two, three, doesn't matter. Um, wherever they had to go, of course, has to be like a certain distance. Sure. But they really use a lot the bike, and I really love it. At the beginning, I was surprised, like to see even like these old people with yeah. uh, a, a terrible weather, raining, super windy, going around uh, with the bike. But after a while, I understood it, and I do it too a lot. Yeah. It's a different way to enjoy the city and also to discover the city yeah. what's the problem if you get lost with the bike okay i had to take another way fine i just yeah. turn it's easy <laughs> yeah yeah so, yeah it's easy and you yeah. also it goes a bit slower so you have the time to like stop and to look around and and all yes. of that things and and i mean i i've spent some time in the netherlands and i know they take bike uh riding very seriously like you kind of yes. need to know how to ride a bike and like the bike rules like <laughs> they are not yes around over there there are rules <laughs> you can also get a fine if you are cycling on the um, yeah in a spot that is not yours <laughs> so I was like getting a fine with the bike oh okay they do the alcohol test if you are around by bike on, on bike yes because I mean well, you don't have to be drunk you are still driving in the middle of the street so you know those kind of things for me were like wow Whoa, yeah I can imagine I can imagine yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's it's all those little things that make the experience, you know, rich and 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 how we just get to learn how to live different lifestyles. But mm -hmm. um, I'm going to come back to the community building. I would say, what do you find is has been the most enriching part of building a community, and the most, and what you see for people, the enriching part of participating in that community. Well, it's, um, it's knowledge. Uh, you get aware uh, of a lot of things that are around you, let's say. 
um, and with around you, I mean, in the world, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you get to know a lot of people, a lot of stories. Um, you also have the support sometimes that you need yeah, for, yeah. from strangers. Yeah. That's kind of weird. I, I mean, I, I, I understand if someone listening say like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. But imagine you are just having like a bad day for some mm-hmm. uh, proper expert uh, issues. Reason, yeah. I don't know, homesick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sure. One of the, of the ones that you can have. And yes, of course, you can talk about it with your friends that maybe are expert too, but they know you very well. Yeah. Um, so their uh, support, uh, their way to talk about this thing uh, is still based on an idea yeah. um, that of they you. have of you. Yeah. Instead, if you talk to a stranger that happened is an expert like you, the point of view is completely different. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's so nice. Yeah. And I guess sharing... Uh, good and bad moments together is something that really enrich everyone. Yeah. And also realize how equal we are. Yeah. We are living the same condition, no matter where we are from, mm-hmm. no matter where we live right now, we are facing the same situations in yeah. bad and in good. So, yeah, yeah. Yes. that's beautiful. I like that. And I think I think we can end on that. No, that was perfect. Um, I think, um, you know, I think you summed up quite succinctly why, you know, we should all participate in building a community to want to get those different perspectives about uh, to get different perspectives of how to live this life abroad, but also to be able to support each other because sometimes you need it to be someone who doesn't know you to be that objective, um, to be that objective voice that helps you get through those things and just to being able to connect you know, yes. especially when, you know, you could be someone traveling alone, you could be, you know, looking to meet other moms and, and there's tons of different things that could be presented that if we build community, we can all be there to support each other. So Rosella, I think that I just want to thank you as we're coming to the end of our time. I just really want to thank you for coming on here and sharing, um, the the expat magazine now i really want to give you some time to let people know where they can find you guys if they want to share their stories to get some information and tips so i'll just give you a moment to let everyone know where they can find where they can find you in the expat magazine thank you well first of all and again thank you for having me um i mean it was a pleasure and uh, well, if everyone, anyone is interested to know a little bit more about our community, um, the Expat Magazine, just like that, you find us on Instagram, you find us just clicking on uh, uh, Google for the blog, uh, Facebook page, and recently we also start uh, on YouTube. Um, yeah, and... Uh, yeah, that's it. Great. That's fantastic. <laughs> that's fantastic. So I hope everyone uh, enjoyed listening to this journey of how to build a community abroad. And I just thank everyone for listening to us here on WRP. And I look forward to speaking with you next time. Bye, Rosella. Bye. Bye.